It's been a while since I made my last recording, and that's because the kids got back to school recently. That's uh, just this week. And uh, it turns out I'm a creature of habit, a really bad creature of habit. Uh, like my mom tried telling me and my wife and my brother and, you know, people close to me who have tried to tell me over the years that I should learn to be more flexible instead of being rigid and stuck in my ways. But I guess this change in schedule has shown me that, um, yeah, the people who love me are correct and I am really am set in my ways. So, like most of you, wherever you are, uh, this COVID thing came along around March, at least for those of us in Nigeria, I think it was about March. And um, we had to change our schedules. For those of us who have kids, uh, it took some getting used to, because before that I was used to having the kids around on weekends, or maybe when one of them wasn't feeling well. But now they happen to be around 247. And so for those of us who are, um, well, even for those even for those of you who aren't self fully um self employed it is something that did take some getting used to i guess the point i'm trying to make is that between march and november i seem to have gotten into a steady flow of uh doing things especially when i started the podcast i think i started the podcast just before i think it was just before march just before we get, we went into our own lockdown over here in uh abuja that's nigerian's capital city so I got into a flow of doing things, you know, wake up, bath time, badminton practice, chess, uh, what else? Okay, breakfast, sales calls, uh, podcast, make content, you know, stuff like that. I just got into my rhythm and it's something that lasted fairly long at March all the way through to November, and I guess I just got stuck in my ways. So finally, the kids get back in school, and day one, day two, day three was pretty much just me floundering around trying to come up with a new uh, regime, regimen, come up with a new regimen for how to handle my day, uh, basically. And somewhere in that mix, I just forgot that I also have obligations to you guys but obligations in a fun sense not obligations in the sense of uh i have this duty on my back that i just can't wait to get rid of so i totally love you guys i totally love the podcast um yeah i just disappeared for a while because uh with the children being back in school good change positive change um my schedule was just thrown out of whack for a while and so some things went uh, out of balance so, for those of you who don't have um, kids, please remember us in our prayers. That's those of us who are managing our little families with our little kids. Because little kids know nothing about social distancing. In fact, one of the very things that my son was looking forward to, the older one, was the very fact that he will be able to run around with his friends. And, well, so far, schools seem prepared. Uh and uh, things seem underway. I guess the worst case I've heard of is uh, my uncle who is a 
uh, teacher in his own school. I think they got four uh, kids that had COVID, but the symptoms were pretty uh, benign for them and they were isolated on time. So, uh, but so far it looks like in Abuja at least, it looks like things are going on quite well with kids uh, being back at school. So we haven't had any of those dramatic scenarios in, uh, was it Germany? I think Germany and I can't remember which other country where schools had to be closed down again because of multiple um, uh, multiple uh, cases not long after school resumed. Anyway, um, forgive me. I've gone on for too long with my uh, preamble. So what we're going to get into today, where are you playing in? Are you playing in the sales cycle or are you playing in the business cycle? Now, in my usual fashion in discussing this, bear in mind that the terminology that we use here are going to be imprecise, They're not going to be technically correct. So if you look these things up in a business um, book or in an economics text or whatever, it's not going to mean the same thing that uh, they mean as I use them in the podcast episode. And that's because I'm rehashing ideas that I've come across from following Grant Cardone, who is also, who is a sales trainer in uh, America. And uh, apart from his strong ideas about sales and um, real estate, because he's really a real estate um, practitioner, he also riffs on ideas about uh, business uh, like I do, and I find some of his ideas interesting. So when I say sales cycle or when I say business cycle, I'm using it in the sense that folks like Grant Cardone would use them. So don't expect the uh, academically or technically precise uh, definition of the words. Okay, so let's get into what these words mean because we have to know what we're talking about, sales cycles and the business cycle. Now, the sales cycle are processes that you run through when you're selling to an individual customer. Notice that the focus is right here, right now, this customer. Using the, uh, what's that word? The uh, analog that uh, the Americans have, the whole thing about seeing the forest for the trees, we're talking about being engaged with the tree, one tree at a time right now. So we're looking at a series of single sales um, conversations. While for the business cycle, we are concerned about processes and stages when we're trying to access larger market segments. So in other words, it wouldn't just be us having this conversation with this particular bride and groom. It would now be us having our eye on a larger space. Like let's say brides and grooms in uh, Meitama, or Lagos Brides, or Port Harcourt Brides, or whatever. So a larger, we're looking at larger um, swaths of the market, and we're going to be having a series of mass market conversations. So, um, yeah, okay, so, yeah, that's pretty much what we mean in this sense when we talk about the sales cycle and the business cycle, whether we're looking at the particular individual customer that we're with, taking it one customer at a time, or looking at accessing larger market segments. Now, both of these views, both of these fields are necessary for having a healthy business. That's playing in the sales cycle and playing in the business cycle. And uh, hopefully, as we go on in this uh, episode, and as you listen to uh, 
episodes that have come before this one and those that will come after, you'll see how these things are interrelated. Having a view of the single customer that we're with right now and moving on and hustling the next one and uh, trying to get access to uh, the larger market. Now, the sales cycle is uh, typically suited for people who are in the hustle mindset, the solopreneur uh, mindset, while people who are in the business cycle, who are looking at mass market conversations, lends itself quite well to people who are in the business owner uh, mindset. You know, people who have uh, typically have, you know, CEO in their Instagram handle. I mean, people who have that aspirational thing going on, like I want to be a CEO and build something uh, big. So the sales cycle and the business cycle kind of typify the mindset, the mind frame that uh, Grant Cardone would like to expose us to, to have us um, thinking about as we're involved um, in our um, industry. So in my own case, I'm a wedding photographer. So the difference would be between me being a wedding photographer, being engaged in my hustle and on my grind, and on the other hand, having someone like Kelechi Amadi Obi, who has done weddings from time to time, but this cat is also a publisher of a fashion mag, and um, uh, let's see, what else? You know, he has a, a couple of other things going in the um, in the uh, photography space. So I think that would sort of like be the difference. I am running game in the sales cycle, and um, Uncle Kelechi is running game in the business cycle space. And I think the same applies, you know, whatever subgenre of the industry that you're involved in. So for you cake people, I guess there are folks like you listening to the podcast who are in the uh, solo hustle, solopreneur mindset. And then you have other people like, um, what's this cat? Uh, it used to be this dude when I was in Lagos. Well, I'm not even sure if he's a dude, but and I think it's cakes by Tosa or something like that. But while I was in Lagos, donkey ages ago uh it looked like uh, this fellow was trying to make a transition more into the business uh cycle you know build sub brands underneath him that were affiliated that didn't necessarily need him being behind the oven to deliver the goods but just having him involved in uh, a lot of the sales and the marketing and the promotions and uh stuff um like that so why is all this necessary? Sales cycle, business cycle, solopreneur mindset, business owner mindset. These things are important because they are directly related to how much growth we can get in our business and how we can scale. So if you're in, stuck in the sales cycle, if you're hustling one customer after another, that solopreneur grind, you're capped at how much potential that you have for growth. And that's because there's a limit to how much scale that you can get by trying to solo grind um, all the time because the only thing that you have to leverage in this case is yourself. So just be mindful of that. While you're doing that solopreneur uh, thing, it's all good. You know, it breeds confidence. So it's, it's, uh, it's really nice. But just realize that um, if you're stuck in the sales cycle, then uh, you have uh, potential, capped potential for growth. It's not necessarily a bad thing if that is exactly what you want to do. But on the other hand, if you're enjoying this solopreneur thing, 
but when you sleep at night you find yourself having uh, uh, grand dreams about you being the boss being the CEO uh, the grand convener the architect over your uh, business empire then you have to wake up and smell the onions or smell whatever it is that the saying is and you have to realize that you have to switch your mindset you have to start getting ready to move beyond the sales cycle and go into the business um, cycle yeah go into the business cycle and start thinking about mass market conversations so if you're in that business owner mindset then yes you have more potential massive potential for growth and also to massively scale your business and that's because you have multiple assets that you can leverage first of all being your employees or the team that you have around you uh, the um, access to uh, the loans financial margin that you can um, get uh, what else social media especially since when you move into this business cycle mindset you're probably going to be thinking about social media in terms of um, pay to play you know paid advertising and all that instead of focusing on um, instead of focusing on organic growth in social media so that's why this distinction um, is important so um, just like I did when I first heard about these ideas, I think we all should assess our ambition and we should realign accordingly. So nothing says that you have to be one of those business cycle, mass market, business owner type kind of folks if you're enjoying the solopreneur hustle. So if you are, that's, that's cool. But then if you're enjoying the solopreneur thing, but you think like there has to be more, then realize that these are the sorts of things that you have to start uh, thinking about. You have to start worrying about mass market um, conversations. So think about it and uh, uh, yeah, think about it and realign yourself accordingly. But always remember, these things work hand in hand. If you're very good at hashing out the uh, the sales cycle, you're very good at having these one-on-one -on -one conversations, you're going to get to know your audiences quite intimately. You're going to know them very well. And that um, intimate knowledge that you get from your, uh, from your sample are going to give you lots of um, insights for when you zoom out and start looking at things from a mass market um, angle. So bottom line is, if I'm really good at this sales thing, when I'm with individual brides at, um, um, you know, at uh, their offices, their homes, or we meet at the um, bridal fair, or they send me the DM through um, Instagram, if I'm really good at this um, sort of thing, then when I put together a team, I've got employees, I'm going to know what the the salient things are to emphasize when training people who are going to be part of my sales team and for those people who are going to be behind the computers responding to um, inquiries I'm going to know how to train them on what's important what to respond to <clears throat> how to drive the conversation how to deal with um, objections you know, those sorts of things so um, any time that you spend on the sales cycle side is not necessarily <clears throat> excuse me is not necessarily wasted so don't lose hope if you're still in that solopreneur uh hustle kind of 
grind, you know, sales cycle like some of us are. You're going to learn lots of things that will come in really handy when you transition to the business um, cycle. But now, here is the most scary part, especially for those of us who got into the wedding space because it is something that we loved and it's something that we were good at. I was listening to Seth Godin a while back and um, I think it was one of these, uh, his, gosh, I'm not sure if it was a business boot camp or something like that. Uh, well, there's, there's a podcast on that. Anyway, I'll try and fish it up and maybe talk about it in a future episode. So Seth Gordon was talking about what you, um, being very clear on uh, what it is that you uh, want to be. You know, if you want to be um, freelance or if you want to be, uh, build a business, I think that's those are the terms that he spoke about it. And uh, the example that he gave was using um, Zuckerberg and Facebook. And so from what Seth Gordon says, Zuckerberg, yes, genius, very good coder. And he loves coding. But like he said, the day that Zuckerberg realized that he wants to be this Facebook thing has to take off. You know, Zuckerberg had to stop coding himself personally. Of course, by then he had learned a lot about um, um, you know uh, how to code, the psychological things to look out for when putting together the um, the uh, the scripts for the website that will drive consumer behavior and things like that. You know, he had got all the intel, but once he was serious about making sure that Facebook would blow, explode, as we say over here, he had to stop coding. So that's the sad part for some of us. There's some of you cats out there who are involved in the wedding space because you're a sick wedding planner, you know, you're really dope, and people have been telling you that you ought to start planning weddings. They've been telling you that since you were 12 years old, and so you absolutely love it. If you want to get into that business cycle, business owner mindset, you probably are going to stop having to plan weddings yourself sometime in the future. Let's look at it this way. There are two hospitals in Abuja that I love. Well, there's only one of them that I love anyway. Um, there's a... What's it called? They're right next to each other, so that's why I mix up their, their names. But one hospital is run by uh, my guy, Dr. Fashino. Um, he's been a... Um, obstet are they called obstetricians and gynecologists or something? You know, OBGYN, whatever it is those initials um, stand for. He's been at this for a very long time, trusted, I mean, I trust the guy, and um, his um, his reputation seems to be outstanding in the Abuja OBGYN space, but he runs his hospital with a personal touch, he's very involved in lots of things, so it's clear that he is the artist type of person, like, oh, I'm doing this because I love it. And so he's the artist and he seems to be doing all right for himself. But then you step across to the left, several plots of land over, maybe not several, maybe 10 or 20 plots of land over. And then you have Nisa Premier run by another OBGYN, also respected. I think, uh, I think his name is Dr. Wada or something like that. Now, Dr. Wada, on the other hand, this dude is totally business 
cycle business owner thing. So you walk in there, it's a large hospital, there's no personal, uh, no personal touch at all. There's no finesse, uh, no pizzazz. It's truly a business in every sense of the word. So it's a factory, you know, cram people in, cram people out, and let's get the ship moving. Unlike the personal touch that um, Dr. Um, Fashino, uh, that Dr. Fashino has at um, Arawa uh, Hospital. So, I mean, that pretty much shows what it is that we're going to have to do eventually at some point. So if you want to be uh, the artist type, if you're going to be the doctor fashion or type, then yeah, sure, keep on planning the weddings. But really, for things to take off, um, I'm not saying that we ought to sacrifice um, quality control and a pleasant customer experience. <clears throat> but for things to, sec to really take off, we all have to become like uh, Dr. Wada. Make sure you get staff, train them up, employees, larger conversations, advertising, um, in his own case, lobbying, um, looking at different um, industry segments, because he doesn't do just hospitals anymore. He also has this health and lifestyle thing. So I have, I think they have some spas and um, health centers, you know, places where you go and get massages and eat fancy food and things like that. So he has a couple of them around uh, the city. And I hear that he also has plans for Lagos as well. So, but anyway, bottom line, that's the idea. Where are you playing in? Sales cycle, business cycle. Do you want to hustle, solo this thing forever? Or you want to be a business owner? If you love the solo hustle, no problem. You're comfortable with your uh, capped potential for growth. That's cool. You want more... Um, explosive growth potential then you have to start looking at the business um, cycle thing think about being a business owner rather than being a artist being an artist and a technician uh, who is uh, stuck in the day-to-day -day of the trade so that was so that's it for today just to expose you to these ideas stuff that we ought to be thinking about in the wedding industry Precisely because a whole lot of us come into this out of love. You're good with makeup and your sister says you should be a makeup artist and then voila, you're in the industry. Same thing with me. Folks say you're good with the camera, you should be a photographer. And some people say, oh, you're good at planning. You've been planning parties ever since year one at university. You should be a wedding planner. So we all come in because of love. Eventually, we have to start asking ourselves these larger questions. Once again, remember, the definitions, the terminology that I've used here are loose and imprecise. I'm just modeling them after what uh, Grant Cardone talks about. So if you check the academic texts, or even if you check Investopedia and stuff like that, you will find slightly different definitions for the terms sales cycle and business cycle. So thank you very much, guys, for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. And also, thank you very much for tolerating my lapses where I drop out for a couple of days before I come back again. Um, I'll try and do better in the future to continue to earn your time and your trust. I'm your host, Abuja-based photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I'll catch you guys at the next episode. I've said it time without end, so I'm sure if any of you still want to reach out to me you know where the usual contacts are although for those of you who are listening on the uh what's this thing called 
Anchor on the Anchor platform. Just hit the little bubble there. You'll be able to send me a voice note and I will uh, add it as uh, future as part of the future episodes, basically. And just to give you guys a heads up, we've got a couple of those um, lined up. Spoken to a former colleague who used to be in the wedding space, but who left, who is now um, into commercial photography and seems to be doing quite well. So there's that. It's not really an interview anyway. Just has him talking about his experiences. I'll put the audio up here and then we'll run through the audio and see what intel that we can get and uh, see what uh, lines we can draw about how um, people use uh, best practices in sales and persuasion without realizing what it is that they are uh, doing. And also another colleague who used to be in the wedding space but has started doing more corporate type um, photography and videography so yeah i have a couple of those uh, things lined up for the future anyway bottom line thank you very much guys for listening i appreciate your time and attention i'll catch you guys on the next episode